Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we discuss all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. I'm joined by my usual friends, Jackie and Vanessa. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and I'm the biggest Friends fan, but maybe upstaged again by one of our friends. And I'm Vanessa Martinez, and I am the newbie here. Started watching during quarantine, but I can't believe we're already on episode 31. Only 200 and... Five to go. Five to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're joined by our uh, one of our new friends, uh, Sean Judge from Essex, England. He has a huge Instagram following with two Instagram accounts. Welcome, Sean. Hi, um, my name's Sean, and I'm a huge Friends fan. And you uh, have two Instagram accounts, uh, friends underscore fests and the friends content. So people should check those out. Uh, but we are here today to talk about the one where Ross finds out. This is a big episode. It premiered on November 9th. Yeah, big episode. It premiered on November 9th, 1995 to 30.5 million viewers here in the U.S. Um, wow. This is uh, you know, this is crazy. So, uh, Jackie, give us a quick overview. Before yeah, we... there's a lot going on. Okay, so Chandler puts on a little weight, so Monica becomes his trainer. Phoebe dates a guy who doesn't want to get physical with her. Julie and Ross are still together and getting a cat. Rachel goes on a date, then drunk dials Ross and tells him she's over him, but when was she under him? And then Ross finds <laughs> out about Rachel's feelings, and then what happens at the end? This is just a lot going on. We think it's going to happen, but is it going to happen <laughs> between Ross and Rachel? This was a lot to take in. I, after I watched it, I texted Jackie and I said, it's hard for me to compartmentalize my feelings because just everything happened and it's just, there's hope and it's there. And oh, it, was just, it was a lot. <laughs> so what do you think of this episode? Um, this episode is actually one of my favourites because obviously at the end you've got the massive kiss, which is like one of the biggest things in Friends like ever. Um, yeah, and Monica and Chandler's storyline is hilarious too about him putting on weight. So um, about Monica and Chandler, so um, the producers actually saw their chemistry together and they thought for them to be together, but they it was the first idea that came about because they worked so well. It's like, oh, they work well together, so let's think yeah. about that later on. But of course, right now in this in in this whole series is Ross and Rachel. So I thought that yeah. was I thought it was just a great episode for them. And you know, he's in a love triangle with Julie and Rachel now, <laughs> and it's just it's a lot, and it's just like who do you choose? Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to get to Ross and Rachel in a minute because that's gonna take a lot of discussion. <laughs> I, I actually watching this, I was wondering if that's when they first kind of started thinking about the Monica and Chandler thing because they mm -hmm. were so close together and they were so they did have this good like physical play between yeah. the two of them. When he, you know, when they're out outside the uh, the coffee shop and you know she's pushing him and you know pushing him and then he falls down and all that, that was really funny. Way they you know, really work well together. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if the Ross gain, uh, the Chandler gaining weight was also foreshadowing for uh, <laughs> for reality. I like how um, he though tries to make him feel better by saying, you know, oh, you know, you're not gaining weight. You're it's more like insulation. 
I mean, we've all been there. We've all like, you know, gotten older and bodies, you know, change, you know, maybe not Sean, because you're only 17, <laughs> but I'm just letting you know, just keep working out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was cute between them. Their chemistry is so great. So Sean, you, you like that whole Chandler, uh, Monica storyline. You, did you realize it was starting here at this point? Um, no, not at all. I mean, I think the first episode I noticed was the beach house episode. I think that's when I noticed that they might get together. Um, but no, not in this episode. I thought it was just like really close friends at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they've already mentioned too, like them too, you know, when um, Ross is having his baby and then he tries to make the deal with Monica, you know, and it's like, oh, what happens? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, when you're 40, yeah. you know, maybe we'll have a kid. And then, so I think, um, I think, but we haven't seen them actually work together in a scene, just them two, like, by themselves until until now. I thought he was so mean to her at the very end, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was rude. <laughs> that was really mean for him to go there on her, what he knows are her most vulnerable points. Yeah. Probably a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he got her. <laughs> he got a day off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Phoebe too. I mean, she wants to sleep with a guy, and yeah. she's excited about it. <laughs> and it happens, but that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I love that we've never seen as as Joey's god. You know. Yeah. <laughs> because she convinces him she doesn't have to. To call him or oh, do anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. All right. I see you. <laughs> if they ever need, anyone ever needs like relationship advice or you know, particularly sex advice, they go to Joey. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, maybe he's the one with the most experience. <laughs> well, definitely. <laughs> you know, there's, you know, we, Sean, we also talk about this, the, the things that they watch on TV because we feel like there aren't a lot of, TV shows that show people watching TV. And uh, when Phoebe comes into uh, Joey's apartment and there's this you know, rabbi playing a, a electric guitar on there, he's like, I don't know what this is, but I couldn't find the remote. But that's actually Rabbi Yehuda Glantz who, in the Chabad Telethon. It's a telethon that raises money every year for the uh, Chabad centers across the country. And it oh, used to air okay. on KTLA here in Los Angeles, too. Oh, okay, that's very cool. I had no idea. <laughs> neither, neither did I, Sean. Neither did I. Neither did I. <laughs> I just thought I knew what it was, but I had to look it up to make sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But here's my question, Sean. So in the in previous episode, we've seen a lot of celebrities or um, TV shows that younger generations have never heard of. Have you heard of those shows mm-hmm. as well? Or are you kind of like, I don't know what that means, but cool? No, I've got no idea what that show is. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I don't. I don't know a lot of old shows, to be honest. Friends is the only like old show I watch. I don't really watch that much old TV in England either. I just watch Friends all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they 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 had they watched the old episodes on their TV. Like Urkel was one that I knew right when I watched it, but it's because I'm a '90s kid, so I remember watching it when I was little. So the one yeah. where Marcel yeah. turns the uh, SAP on so everything's in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Ur- Urkel in Spanish is still Urkel. 
Curly, which is a you know an old uh, '70s TV show. The other thing, the um, the guy who uh, Rachel goes on a date with, I feel bad for him. Oh yeah, Michael, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Michael. Yeah, all he you know wanted to do was get to know her, and and Monica set him up. Yeah, Monica set him up. Yeah. That actually, that- Ari Gross was on the first Ellen sitcom show too. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was on at the same time as Friends. Yeah. Yeah, on ABC. But did you know that it was originally called These Friends of Mine for I the did. first season? But to avoid confusion with the actual show Friends, they changed the name to Ellen. I did not know that. That's interesting. Learned something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had never heard of the actor myself, but I did hear about the the show Ellen. Yeah. Just because mm. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. yeah. The first show. And yeah. then uh, he was also the voiceover guy for the Wonder Years originally for the very first episode, the pilot episode that aired after the Super Bowl. But then they, he got replaced by Daniel Stern for the rest of the series. Oh. Aww. See, I vaguely remember Wonder Years, but I know that there's a voiceover guy that like, oh, you know, like they tell the story. That's yeah. my voiceover voice, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing for me is I remember when I was younger, you know, I would watch I Love Lucy and – different other shows, but every time Wonder Years would come on, I would switch this channel. <laughs> I was like, oh, not this one. <laughs> Maybe I should give it a try now. <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk, we're going to talk about the love triangle and the cat. All right. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, we're back. We've been waiting 30, Vanessa, we've been waiting 31 episodes. Too long. <laughs> and we've seen a couple of kisses, a couple of, you know, one was a little like peck in the, in the laundromat and then, there was the uh, fan, uh, the dream kiss out on the balcony where uh, Rachel uh, was imagining she was kissing Ross, and now we actually see the real thing—the real kiss. It's so exciting. I love how they make it at nighttime. It's at Central Park, and it's just them two. And then the music actually. So when I first when I first watched this, I was like, "That music sounds familiar." And then I realized, "Oh, it's you two with or without you." But then I'm like, "It's instrumental version." And then I, when I was looking into it, I was like, oh, wait, but it's not the actual instrumental song. So the producers and the writers were trying to get the rights to use that song because that's what they originally wanted, but they didn't get it on time. So then they found one that's very similar. And so um, you don't, you hear the U2 song in the next episode because they must have gotten the rights by then, but it's just perfect. Like, that's what I always think that U2 song is. Oh, it's a Ross and Rachel song because it's, you know, when they first kiss. Yeah. Yeah. And then then in the Emmys for 2008, they honored uh, TV's most memorable moments. And this one came in at number one, The Kiss. (gasps) Everyone did online voting and this was the most memorable moment. Sean, was it pretty memorable for you? 
Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's definitely a moment when you like look at Ross and Rachel from season one to season ten that you would definitely remember because it was. I know it wasn't like first kiss because they had it at the laundry place, but this was the main kiss, like the proper first kiss. So when that really meant something. Yeah, definitely. It was so good. And I just like the com the comedic part of it because it's like at first, like she's going to the door, she's going to open it, and then she can't get the door open. It, at first, you think it's going to be like a big, like, oh, yeah, big, yeah, yeah, open door, double door, and it eventually gets there, but they had to kind of like put they, in a little, they, yeah, a little moment. It all starts really when Rachel is at dinner and drinking and gets herself drunk, and she can't stop talking about. Ross and the fact that he's getting a cat with Lauren because getting a cat and getting a pet together with, with Julie uh, really means that their relationship's evolving and can and she she can't take it she's just you know she loses her mind and then I thought it was interesting that she borrows a cell phone from the guy at the next table this is not yeah. that yeah. there aren't a lot of cell phones I think it's the first cell phone we've seen in the show too right yeah I think so I think mm -hmm. so it was a big cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Jason, did you have a big cell phone? No, I had a small one. I, I didn't get one. I had a cell phone until '96. So by the next year, I think they were they were smaller. Ah, my oh, first cell phone was a Nokia, and I think that was like in 2003. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a late adopter. I really actually remember Troy goes, uh, "I want to get a cell phone this weekend." I'm like, "Why would you want that?" <laughs> now, you, you know, 25 years later, we can't live without them. Sean, when did you get your first cell phone? Um, I was, I think I was like 10, but I think it was like a Blackberry or something. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I had a Blackberry. I remember those. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was in junior high, like seventh grade, and I had a blue T-Mobile phone. I don't even, I think it was like a Nokia. Yeah, the, the screen the, wouldn't change colors or <laughs> just just very basic and we have moved a long way. <laughs> the first the first appearance of a cell phone was on November 9th, 1995. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> yeah, but I mean but the important thing with the cell phone is that cell phone allowed for Ma, uh, Rachel to get closure. <laughs> kind of backfired in a good way, I guess. <laughs> well, it was anything but closure. And then, I mean, the next morning when she's there with her headache and Ross comes over and decides to check his messages. Do you ever remember that where you could call your machine from another, uh, yeah. from another phone? I remember that being like a big development in the the tech days <laughs> when I was younger. I remember it too. Like, um, even though I did, I would call my cell phone, like, cause I shared a cell phone with my dad. And so when I was like 17 and 18, so I would call that for the voicemail, but actually like a home phone. I don't remember that because I do that all the time. I'll, 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 hang on a second. Let me call and check my messages. <laughs> Sean, you never had to deal with this. No, you didn't. <laughs> Cell phones were no. <laughs> that was when you were born. <laughs> but, but I just realized, yeah, yeah. I mean, she realizes what's going on and, and remembers, and then she like tries to stop. And why? Do you think she was just embarrassed that she had said it, or she didn't want him to know, or she was having just second thoughts? I think maybe she was embarrassed mm -hmm. about you know, because yeah. usually guys always flock to her because they want her and now here she is putting her feelings out there and I don't know I feel like she's embarrassed and she yeah. probably didn't want him to know don't you think Sean 
yeah definitely I don't think I mean she literally jumped on him and put the phone in the sink like there was no way she wanted him to hear that and she was obviously like really drunk so she probably wasn't making much sense either uh-huh. <laughs> I mean I know you're not of age but I mean how many drunk styles have we done with, with, <laughs> with I know I've done some when I was in my 20s <laughs> yeah but I really like how this whole voicemail scene happened uh with Ross and Rachel I like how they were both there when it happened. There was no more waiting around, and Rachel and Ross were able to talk about it. Right. And the fact that he heard the message in her presence is yes. the best part about it. Yes. It was Most so yeah. 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 I wonder how many takes they had to do when she jumped on him because what if she like, oh, yeah. missed? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. At the, the Central Perkis, like as Jackie said, it's, it's, just perfect. It's late at night. She's revving up. The only one's there. And they get in a little fight and he storms out. Yeah. <laughs> and locks all the, you know, all the, you know, all the locks on the door because she's so mad, taking out her frustration on that. And she turns around and sees his little puppy dog face in the window. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. good. Okay. And then you really think that's it because she sits on the couch and it's quiet. You know, she's holding her head in her hands, kind of like. Yeah thinking about everything that just happened. And then here comes Ross, like Prince Charming, coming to almost save the day, I guess. And, oh, and no, you know, really. say, hey, I'm back. And well, thank goodness he came back. I know, yes. thank goodness he came back. It's just, it's so, it's like the passion between them, between the arguing and everything. And then he walks away and then he comes back. It's so dramatic and it's so amazing. And that's what you always want. Like if you ever get in this, fight with a significant other you want them come back and apologize and you know make that entrance <laughs> and it's because of this episode our our oh expectations are this high oh my god it leaves you on a high note for sure yeah <laughs> super high note but i will also like how um i don't know i just feel like there was so many moments, and especially in the voicemail scene. Um, shall we talk about our favorite lines? And I think my favorite line would be um, Ross when he says, "You're over me. When were you under me?" Oh, iconic! That is the- yeah, me too. Definitely. Yeah, it's the most one of the most iconic. I right? love that on the t-shirt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you could make one, probably, huh? Like, or you know. Find yeah, one somewhere. I'm sure that would be a big yeah. seller on your uh, Instagram page. <laughs> yeah. I think I should make that on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I have a call. So I couldn't choose about the favorite lines. Um, it's just so good because when she's on the phone, so I have like three. So when she's on the phone and she's drunk, she says, I am over you. And that, my friend, is what they call closure. And then she like throws the phone <laughs> in the ice bucket where she's drinking her, her wine. And then my other one yeah. is with Monica and Chandler. I'm on the energy train. You are on board. Woo woo. Woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. But then again, the best one of the whole episode is the you're over me when were you under me line. And I knew he was going to say it. I, knew, I was like, what's he going to say? He's going to say, you're over me, you're over me, when were you over under me? Yeah. 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 Because it's just so perfect. And that's, it, it goes, <laughs> it's just, it's just a perfect way. And the way he did it with his facial expressions and everything, he's just so surprised by it, you know, because he's been going after this woman, not going after, yeah. but I've loved this woman for the past, like, since, since high school. So I think it's really cool. 
Yeah, thanks, Bravo. This was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, same, like, I still think about Michael, and he just wanted a chance with her, and it was all ruined. All yeah. ruined. <laughs> he just yeah. he just got divorced, and then he, this is, like, his first day back, and he's just sitting there like, can I, like, leave? <laughs> <laughs> now she's going to be a story for him. You know, like yeah. he goes off and says, you know, trying to date, and then he dates this girl that was an over guy. I do like you kind of see the very the seed of the Monica Ch and Chandler romance on this episode too. So you're, as you're getting a little, you know, as the Ross and Rachel story takes off, you see just a little, uh, mm. a little grain of that. I thought it was interesting too that there was um, there was a scene that I had actually didn't see that was deleted of of Julie uh, mm. Ross at the at the pet shop, right? Yeah, it's not on the iTunes and it's not on the Netflix, but it's on the DVDs. Yeah. What I think is funny in that is the actress who's in that is uh, Fitzy Burr, Fritzy Burr, who's also this is her, that was her third appearance in Friends. She played Chandler's uh, secretary a couple episodes ago, and then she was a guest and the. Uh, the one where Nana dies twice, a funeral guest. Oh. Character they keep using here and there. They keep bringing those extras back. Yeah. Yeah. Why did they take the episode out of the, the ones that planned? Yeah. Or that I scene mean, out? I mean, I, I, like I've mentioned before, like Netflix has taken some out. I don't know. I don't know the reasoning behind it. Maybe it's timing. Well, what aired on TV? Because you always have these uncut versions of DVDs and things. So. But usually it's the other way. They add things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think also that they're trying to limit Julie because they don't want people, they don't want the audience to like her too much. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did you like her storyline, Sean? Julie's? Um, I thought she was all right. But obviously when she entered, it was the scene where Rachel was waiting at the airport and she was a nice person and everything, but she just didn't. As we learn in the next, next episode, she's not Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the next episode makes me so <laughs> mad. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> episode. So, yeah. <laughs> so, our next episode, we're going to talk to one, one with the list. Oh. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. There's lots to talk about there. Actually, I think it's a very funny episode, too. So, we'll talk a lot about that. Sean, thank you so much for joining us again. It's always nice to. Have our English uh, friends fans with us? Yeah, you're our second English fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's been fun. Is the show uh, popular in England? Yeah, really popular. Probably just as popular as it is in the States, literally. It's on like all the channels. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, interesting. See, they're so possessive. We're like, we only have HBO Max now, you know, here. And so it's like, you can only get it there or unless you buy it, yeah. you know. Or, or KTLA. All right, Sean, your, your um, Instagram accounts are friends underscore fests with an S and the friends content, right? Yep. All right, people should check it out because he has uh, very fun stuff. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. See ya.